three, two, one. Welcome to Hungry Hip Hop, hot lick style reviews where we dish out the freshest taste on what these artists are serving up. We're looking for the spiciest bars, vibes, and production in order to expand our palettes and diversify our playlist. This is Milo, live and in the studio. So today, hailing from Decatur, Georgia, which is only about 20 or so minutes away from Atlanta, Bobby Ray Simmons Jr., better known as B.O.B., got his start in 2006 with Atlantic Records, according to an article on Billboard.com. He would later go on to release his debut studio album, The Adventures of Bobby Ray. As a matter of fact, many of you may know him from the hit song Airplanes, featuring Haley Williams, featured on this same album. Some of y'all probably don't know. There's a part two with an Eminem feature, so if you haven't heard that, you should go check it out. At any rate, two fun facts about B.O.B. before we get started. First of all, he's a flat earther. And second, Outcast Bombs Over Baghdad was the inspiration for his stage name, in case you were wondering what B.O.B. stood for. Oh, shit. I know no idea. Now, with the intro, time to discuss his most recent 2020 project released just last Friday, Somnia. So, Alan, what's up? It, I find it really funny that he titled this Insomnia because it put me straight to sleep. This thing is probably the least original album that I've heard. I could go through a track list and say, oh, this is the Kid Cudi humming. Oh, this is the Travis Scott song. Oh, this is the Migos song. And I literally have, as we go through the track list, just like, here's the Migos. Here's everything that he's ripping off in this song. Uh, the biggest one for me is Travis Scott. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't like this at all. Uh, Bombs Over Baghdad, the song I love. I actually didn't know that little fact, but this thing is so freaking unoriginal. So I'll hand off to Mark. That's so funny. Alan, I, I can't tell you how funny it is that you said that because for the reason that you hate it, it is the reason I love this album. I thought mm -hmm. it was great. I did not expect to like a B.O.B. album. Um, I don't even know what B.O.B. sounds like, but this whole time I was like, Dude, is this is this Travis Scott? I was like, is this Migos? Is this Cuddy? Like, I was like, I don't know who this is, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> this is like, um, by far the first thing is the production blew me away. I thought these beats sounded so incredibly good. Um, yes, this was not original by any means, but it sounded great. So I thought it was a great sounding album, personally. Uh, Milo. So. Let me just say this flat out. This album is not hip hop, but it's also not trash. <laughs> and if I had a lot more money and a Ferrari and a Lamborghini and a bunch of models, I definitely would be playing this in the background while I threw dollar bills all throughout the air and like pop champagne on, you know, people's fucking bras and stuff. Do you consider Migos so, hip hop? <laughs> do I consider Migos hip hop? I think it's pretty clear that I don't. That's what this again. Just want to clarify. <laughs> But as far as something like that slumps, like if I could, you know, drive down the street, it was like my truck, my lifted truck, and just blast something, I think this album works. So I don't know. Not hip hop, but not trash. Didn't hate it. It was the last two songs were pretty much the only songs where I was like, okay, I, you could have just cut these. Did you have kind of the same issues that I did with the lack of originality or was that really not an issue for you? So when you were talking about that, I think that's why I 
wasn't completely repulsed because he played it safe. He he just bit off of things that he knew, like beats and stuff that he knew were were popular. So while you were talking about that, I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense then, why this would be palatable. Right, but I feel like palatable and playing it safe and taking no risks to me is just, to me that's worse than just having an album that just sucks because it shows you're not trying to move like hip hop forward. You're not trying to make any grand statement or have anything original. You're just saying, this is what I know will get played and it's just going to be generally agreeable, which I will hand to this album. Like if I'm going to a place and I think Migos is going to be playing there and this song came on, it's, it wouldn't stick out in any way. I wouldn't like ask for it to be turned off or anything, but that's a, in my opinion, that's like the worst criticism to give an album, just saying this brings nothing new to the table whatsoever. I feel like you made this just to throw on some playlists because streams make money and it kind of just fits that mold that we've been feeling like in this Travis Scott influenced planet we live in now. Do you feel like that's a worse criticism to say than actually say it sounds garbage? <laughs> to me it is. Oh, wow. This oh, album wow. is this album was easier for me to like get through than like you know, coming back to G Easy album again because this album just took no risks whatsoever. Like if you took took one of these songs that it was another artist, I would never have any idea. You even said in your intro, like I wouldn't I don't even know what BOB sounds like after this. <laughs> because yeah before just, and after this yeah I have, I, I have no idea what he sounds like <laughs> after this that's that's what I meant so yeah I, I can see your side of the argument but to me it's like are you gonna ever talk about this album in like a year I don't think you are I would never talk about this album unless somebody mentioned B.O.B. like like so here's what I could say like as a non-B.O.B. fan this is a positive in my eyes. Now when somebody mentions B.O.B., I can at least say, oh yeah, no, he made an album that had some dope tracks on it. Like, because other than that, I would have never had a single good thing to say about B.O.B. Okay. I think that's a fair criticism. Yeah. But I understand because you're a fan of The Melon. I could also see you also holding, like for real, I can see you holding creativity to a high standard. And I will say this album, I mean, you could argue maybe the last track but other than the last track, uh, this album had zero creativity, in my opinion. So yeah, this album was not creative, but I did think the song slapped. So, what y'all so think I, of that last track? Actually, I'm curious. <laughs> Black Mirror. <laughs> I was wondering if he was talking about like voodoo, or if he was talking about I don't know if he was referencing that, but it didn't sound like it. I didn't. I didn't understand why it was called Black Mirror. So for me, I'll give it that it sounded like not directly like a beat ripoff, but the lyrics, like, this is <laughs> this is trying to be Juice World. This is trying to be Polo G to me. Starting out really emo, I'm aggravated but acclaimed, numb to the appeal, joy encapsulated. Like now, like this is instead of cashing in on the trap sound, now he's cashing in on the Juice World emo rap type sound, and I didn't like it. It started 
so yeah when the song started so let me put it this way so i loved damn near first of all i loved that it was a 10 track album at first i was like because i really didn't want to review this i swear to god i waited till today <laughs> i waited till work today to start listening to this album and i was like god damn i don't want to listen to this it's gonna be boring and i was like okay it's only 10 tracks cool it'll be quick to get through and then i was surprised of how many of these beats i liked and then when we got to the seventh track i believe I was like, uh, or no, when we got to the eighth track so soon, I was like, okay, this beat's not great. It's whatever. Then the ninth track, I was like, all right, it's not great. He's falling off. Then the 10th track, Black Mirror came on. I was like, damn, okay. The last three were just fall offs. But then as Black Mirror kept going on, I'm like, yo, this shit's starting to get kind of catchy. And like, by the time the song ended, I was actually singing that stupid little hook, you know? And I don't know, like, the song grew on me in one listen, so I was kind of surprised. Uh, also, like after that. the, I was just gonna throw in after the second verse, we get a lot of Kid Cudi type humming on this Probably song, which happens, <laughs> which you, which again you like. If if people out there don't really mind that, probably he didn't come up with this idea on his own. No one has original ideas technically, I guess anymore. Um, to me, it sticks out a lot though. Um, but anyway, go ahead, Milo. I just wanted, you're talking about the ugly, like sometimes I want to die, sometimes, or sometimes I want to live, sometimes I want to die, or whatever. Mm. Yeah, the, so, I, I don't know if this, if everyone would agree with this, but I think the production is what is really carrying this album, because the delivery, I, for instance, like that hook you just mentioned, I didn't like that hook. I didn't like a lot of the hooks, I think one, I like the hook on the, on um, ZZZ, because making a snoring noise on a podcast would be kind of awkward. But as far as like listening to what he was talking about and how he was delivering it, wasn't, it wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. Um, what can I say? Which also, my, so, because that thing was filled with great beats, in my opinion, I thought Neon Demon had the dopest beat. When that shit came on, I was like, oh, damn. Like, he really ain't playing with this shit. Like, once again, like, and even as someone who never listened to B.O.B., I've never listened to a B.O.B. project. I think I heard Airplanes or whatever when that shit was popular, but, like, that was it. Um, I was, I did know that he did not make music like this. <laughs> I knew that for damn sure. Yeah. Like, I was like, I know this is not B.O.B. time music. So that's what obviously surprised me. Because I was like, after hours, I was like, okay, maybe he's just trying a quick turn up song. ZZZ's, I was like, all right, maybe he's just, you know, filling the waters. And then Neon Team, and I was like, holy shit, this man is swimming in this. <laughs> like, he is, this is what he's really doing now. And so I thought that beat was hard. So Neon Demon is probably my favorite song on the album. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment after he goes through his first verse that there's this really cool like beat switch up mm -hmm. where like the drums kind of come in and instead of being fast, they come in with a little more power in them. Mm -hmm. And I thought he handled that. That was, I don't know, that was my favorite section in the song and probably of the whole album. To mm -hmm. so go through those different phases really reminded me of like, well, I guess, Reminded me of like Travis Scott or Outkast or an out an artist who could really ca be carried by production when they needed to, mm -hmm. and that was really the only time that I felt like it really worked for me was on specifically Neon Demon and the beat switch there. Mm -hmm. 
There was a beat switch up in um, ZZZ too. So in Neon Demon, it switched up at the one minute mark. And then in ZZZ, it switched up at the two minute mark. Yeah, I don't like the switch oh, up in ZZZ, good. but I like it in Neon Demon though. Um, what about this? You, did you like the beat at all in ZZZ? Yeah, I like the first half, just not the second half. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alan, you are going to hate me. And I mean, absolutely hate you for saying this. So just be prepared that you're about to get it. Okay. But um, so the whole time I'm sitting here, I'm just like, bro, is Travis Scott secretly featured on this shit? Because I was just like, bro, this sounds like Travis Scott, except I actually like it. <laughs> I was like, this sounds like Travis Scott, it's something way more enjoyable. <laughs> like, I'll listen to a Travis Scott album and not like it. But this shit sounds way better. And so I liked his mock version of Travis Scott more so than actual Travis Scott, to be honest. I really, like, I don't even know what to say to that. Because if I listen to an Astro World, I'm, like, going on this journey. And the production isn't just, like, all similar. And there's no Migos ripoff track. But with this, I just, I don't know. You're... Like, I'm here and I have, like, Mexican Coke and you are drinking Diet Pepsi. You're saying that it tastes better. And I just, like, it's your opinion, but it's not one that I think very many people hold. And it's, like, <laughs> as close to objectively wrong as I could ever say. <laughs> you might be right, but nevertheless. Um, yo, that video, what was it? Uh, just uh, for y'all that know, I sent Alan a video today of, um, what was it? Travis Scott <laughs> in Downey, California. Was he in Downey? Uh, yeah, at the, in Downey. at the McDonald's uh, serving his Travis Scott burger. Uh, he was in a drive-thru just headbanging. Oh my God, that was sick. And he got fined by the county or by the city of Downey a uh, hundred bucks for holding a sanctioned event <laughs> um, and uh, all this other shit. And then a hundred bucks for something else. And I'm like, yeah, you find Travis Scott 200 bucks. God damn, whatever will he do? Probably just a food handler's license. To be <laughs> I know, right? I was, he, was a, he was in a t-shirt, no mask, handing burgers to people. I was like, bro, like, McDonald's about to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just it? wait until, until Burger King comes out with, like, the B.O.B. chicken nuggets, and they're just going to be so bad, and no one's going to want them. Dude, I mean, honestly, this might have opened the door for real, for real, because, like, I was watching some podcasts and they were saying that like the last time McDonald's or really any fast food place uh, collaborated with a like musical artist on like a specific food item was damn near like 20 years ago. And so this might open the door. We really might see, you know, some next hip hop artists, you know, collabing with Burger King. I can see Wendy's doing it, you know, <laughs> they already love hip hop. <laughs> Wendy's is pretty big on social media. I could, I could kind of see it. <laughs> they'll, do yeah. a, they'll do a mixtape drop, like our album drop, with a burger. Every burger Wait. comes with an album download. <laughs> with the bundles. Oh, let's not. We don't need to, we don't need to do about the album download count. Let's not, <laughs> let's not open that box. That'd be loud. Um, but anyway, back to this album, though. <laughs> um, what y'all think of the slower songs? So I would say, like, track eight nine and i guess you could still count 10 black mirror but like so like the last three tracks did y'all think that those were at the same part of the, of the previous seven songs or were they also follow-ups to you kind of how i felt for me 
Attack 8 was so soon. Yeah. I know I the beat on that. I didn't like Black Mirror and I didn't like Sizzy or Slizzy City. That's a weird ass name. It was boring. Well, to me, it actually did live up exactly to the songs before it. Meaning to say it was really shitty and I hated it. <laughs> but instead of hating a Travis Scott ripoff, I'm hating what could have been the worst song on the Polo G album. Um, did you like the big crit feature on purpose? So what? I've actually, so part of me and Mark's friendship is me bothering Mark to listen to this album forever <laughs> is a mighty long time by big crit. One of my favorites of all time. Um, and he's actually featured on, what was the name of the song, Mark? Purpose. Uh, purpose, yeah. And man, it like, when I heard him come in, I was just thinking, oh, big crit, like you're so inconsistent recently. You don't need to do this. Um, I liked it. I enjoy, I was like surprised to hear him, but it didn't elevate this album really any for me. I think he is a better rapper than D.O.B. Uh, and maybe that's because I'm like predisposed to like him a lot. Um, it couldn't, it couldn't save the song for me. And uh, yeah, it's, it just goes to show that like, Big Crit can either hit a home run or he can kind of strike out. And I feel like this is a strikeout. Mm, okay. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think How did everyone feel about... Oh, sorry. No, good, good. How did everyone feel about Dart? Which was which was like quintessential bounce music. Yeah. I mean, it had the bounce sound and then the drop it down to the dirt twerk twerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I remember I've lost my notes, but I remember in my notes I put like this sounds like strip club music. Like this one hundred percent the song he made for the strip club. Like he wants to get like hello rotations as soon as COVID's over, bro. <laughs> like, bounce, bounce, bounce. Like that's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing for this. Um I thought it was dope. Shit, that was cool. I already don't like the Migos. Um so I think you can guess what I have to say about this song. This is, this is more than any of the Travis Scott, more than the Kid Cudi ripoff. Like, this is the most derivative song of probably the group that's the easiest to write it a song like in the Migos. Mm. You know, you have a lot of those like weird noises that uh, that they make, and they like say dirt ninety thousand times in the song. Uh, not a fan. There was a song that I think it might have been, it was either Neon Demon or it might have been Pressure, but there was a song where I swear to God, I thought it was Young Thug that was on this. Do you know what song I'm talking about? Like I said, I lost my notes. I can't remember, but I swear to God, I thought it was Young Thug. Um, it might have been Pressure. Uh, damn, can't remember. But I don't know. Did y'all hear that or am I tripping? Because I was about to text you, Alan. I was like, yo, this sounds like Duggan, bro. Is he secretly on this track and just not giving any credit? <laughs> I will I will say to this album's credit, I didn't notice that. If you had mm. if you had sent that text to me, I probably would have listened back to the song and been mm. like, oh, God, this is just the worst Young Thug ripoff. Nah. But I didn't actually catch it. Oh, I think it is on I think it is on pressure because I'm looking at the lyrics right now. And yeah, he has a line where he, and this is such a young thug line too, I feel. He has a line where it says, Pussy so fire came with a cash out. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that line, bro. Can someone explain that. 
Okay, I understand the line, I need 50 of them bitches, call me Curtis. But I don't understand the line you just, I didn't get it when I heard it. I was like, what does fire have to do with Cash App? No, so it's just that, like, not like fires and like, anyways. So it's just like, she has really good vagina. And so because... (laughs) I wouldn't have laughed if you didn't like decide decide to say it in the weirdest way you can cut this out but you you really made that as awkward as you possibly could i did i really did i'm definitely not cutting this out but um no so it's just saying that like so many guys want her that she might as well make you pay for it so she might as well have a cash app that comes with a vagina like oh you want to have sex with me here 100 bucks or thousand dollars or whatever the fuck so yeah all it really means is that like uh you know, people want to have sex with her so much, or she's so good at sex that people will pay her for it. So her vagina might as well come with cash out. That's okay. all. Yeah. I just thought that as soon as I heard that shit, it just stood out. I was like, that's a great line. <laughs> good make that pussy pop like a shovel. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's chicken scary. spot with a hundred shots. Hey, line, bro. The shove it line. That's some good like. That's some good skateboarding <laughs> rap. I love that. Like, it's the same way you are with basketball lines, bro. If I hear a skateboarding line, bro, I'm all about it. Oh, so, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. I'm all about it. Um, let me think. I mean, like I said, it's a pretty short album, 10 tracks, so there's not a ton to talk about. Um, and considering that there's nothing incredibly creative or unique that's even less to talk about on this album. So, I mean, in my general summary, like, uh, if you fuck with Migos-type music, if you fuck with, uh, if you're, if you're, if you're okay with knockoffs, then you'll like this, which I am. And, like, like straight up, like, like, real talk, I'm okay with knockoffs. I do not mind whatsoever. Um, I hope he's not offended by this, which he'll never hear this, so it doesn't matter. But there's this artist that's popping right now. His name's Tokyo Revenge, or Tokyo's Revenge. Sounds, swear to God, he sounds like an XSS Tentacion clone. Like, just like a clone of, like, his heavy music. And I love it. He's all I've been listening to nonstop for, like, a week. Um, and I guess people have, like, criticized him on it. But, like, I don't care. Like, I, X is dead now. And so I need someone to kind of carry that torch. And so I love the fact that there's somebody new now who makes the exact same music that he did. So I have no problems with clones. But if you're looking for something creative, something new, something inspiring, this is not the album for you, as Alan has mentioned. There is nothing new, nothing great about this album. I came away from this album still not knowing who B.O.B. is. So to me, if you just want like something kind of fun to put on a bump to, this is a cool album. But like, there's, yeah, like there's nothing inspiring about this album. <laughs> I appreciate that you can really like be forward and say that and still have enjoyed it. I wish I wish I could enjoy this more. To me, it, it like took me out of the listening process to be like, oh, he's cutty humming for like the fifth song on the album. Uh, but yeah, if it's not if it's not a deal breaker for you, I guess check this album out. You're gonna hear knockoffs of all your favorite rappers, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, Spiceometer. Uh, for me, I'm gonna give this a spicy. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Like I said, I just, 
it, I'll put it this way. This is like, um, oh, I don't even know how to put it. Like, uh, I don't know. This is like biting into like something, a sandwich, I don't know, biting into something and like not expecting there to be spice, but there's spice in it, you know? So it's not like hella spicy where it's gonna like burn your mouth or some shit, but like you bite into it and you don't expect it to be spicy, but there is. This is what that is. So yeah. Alan? Uh, not spicy. No originality. I don't believe that in a year, if I ask Mark what his favorite song on this album is, that he's going to remember. And Pardon. yeah, I, I will actually follow, you know, I will actually follow up on that. <laughs> um, so this is a, this is a real, real bad ragu passed off to Milo. Think about it. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of feeling this album, everything. Uh, so this album is kind of like, you know, when you go down to the bodega or something, you got to get yourself, you know, get the green or the red salsa. It's the green salsa. I'm going to give it that one. So kind of spicy. <laughs> the fuck is this nigga saying, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where Milo went. I don't, I don't know who that was. Uh, was that Conway the Machine? Was that, like, was that was so good? I don't know who. I was something out of New York, though. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dead, bro. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I did want to mention, um, just because I actually didn't know how B.O.B. got named, but that album, that the original song he named himself after, Bombs Over Baghdad, is actually turning 20 years old on October 1st of 2020, which is just incredible. It's one of my favorites. And we're actually going to be doing a classic album review of Stankonia by Outkast. Um, It's one of my all-time favorites. If you haven't heard it, you've probably heard So Fresh, So Clean, Miss Jackson. So Fresh and So Clean, Uh, Clean. That one, exactly. (laughs) And um, it's... Bombs Over Baghdad was a song that's worth being named after. I just wish that the person who called themselves that didn't make this album. Uh, top two songs for me, uh, Neon Demons, Automatically gets the first one. And then I'm going to go with... Um, they're all kind of the same after that. They're all kind of the same level. Um, Neon Demon. Fuck okay, it, I'll go with Black Mirror. Why not? Neon Demon and Black Mirror. Uh, Milo? DZZ and Dirt. Okay, I am going to pick Neon Demon and ZZZ just so we don't have to argue and talk about this album anymore. And it's actually going to be put both those songs on our album appetizers playlist. Be sure you're checking that out on Spotify. Really check that out. That shit's fire. I've been I've I've rolled it a couple times now. Now that it's like actually accumulated some songs, and we got some heat on there. So check that out. Um, Alan, you want to introduce out next week's album? Yeah. So next week we're gonna be doing "From King to a God" by Conway the Machine. Conway is part of the Griselda label, or I don't know if it is technically a label, but it has people on it, like Freddie Gibbs and a lot of that. Is it under Shady? It's under Shady Aftermath? Ooh, I don't know about that, but we will know by next week. I'm almost. And... Keep talking. <laughs> anyway, 
uh, Conway was featured on the on the Freddie Gibbs album, and I remember really, really liking his his verses. And every time he came up, knowing he's from Griselda, uh, which has a lot of like artists that I really like, especially when I'm thinking like a New York rap sound. So Conway the Machine, check it out. I'm actually excited to listen to an album uh, for this podcast, which is feeling pretty good. Um, but yeah, we will be back. Mark, you find that out? Yeah. So they're under a distribution deal with Shady Records. I remember I was watching some YouTube video over it. So yeah, the, all the albums are released through Eminem. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I really loved Conway's verse on Alfredo. Um, God, Alfredo was a great album. That might make oh, yeah. it into my top five of the year. Like the, I, I've been coming back to it a lot the last couple of weeks. If you haven't, go back and check out our Freddie Gibbs Alfredo review because um, the album is amazing. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Super good. Yeah. But uh, that being said, uh, thank you all for listening. Hope you all enjoyed, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace.